The Big 12 Big Monday Preview in College Basketball Opening Line Preview and Picks Edition for Tuesday, February the 20th edition of the Big 12 College Experience on the Sports League Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time, your home for the lowest price list, last-minute tickets, price guaranteed. Download that Game Time app and use a promo code SGPM for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog's Pick'em for a chance to win 100 times a winner Promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match today. And we're brought to you by the Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use that code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. everybody to the big 12 college experience part of the sports gonna be podcast network it's choking up it's monday uh february 19th happy president's day for those that are not uh working today so you're at home ready to fucking fire on some games big 12's got two showcase games tonight we got three more mm-hmm. on the schedule tomorrow and one on wednesday but if you're wondering who you're listening to i am money line mac aka the former former video coordinator for bob huggins and frank martin Joining me on the Big 12 College Experience, well, you guys know him. He's a walking contradiction because he was born in Provo, Utah. He's got family in Ames, Iowa, and he lives in Morgantown, West Virginia. Co-host of the Ryan and Rush Show. Subscribe. He is Rambling Rush. Rush, another great weekend in the Big 12. Another great weekend. I got a little cute on Friday. Brought up the Christmas story reference because I did a good old triple dog, triple lock, and well, just like the movie, I got my tongue stuck on the pole. At least you got one of them. They, like I said, the easiest play, Oklahoma State uh, beating BYU. But, uh, well, Texas Tech and, well, the school behind me didn't didn't do too great. So, hey, it happens. It's, it's, it's part of the fun, but life goes on. We're still overall doing really well. So, hey, okay, excited for the game tonight. Houston, Iowa State, going to be a good one. And Texas K-State, so a double. I don't like that they're playing them at the same fucking time. Get this ACC bullshit out of here. Just yeah. make a big 12 doubleheader on Monday. Nobody wants to watch the fucking ACC. I'd rather have the Mountain West on. The Academic Coast Conference, about uh, to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> enjoy fucking Stanford and Cal. But hey, third man in the box. You guys know him as a six-times-in champion. The meat smoker, the green mowing, weed growing, big 12 guru, Troy Tuning. <laughs> Your Baylor Bears are playing well, unfortunately, at our expense. <laughs> well, luckily, it's not just West Virginia's expense. They True. Looking Very- back, they really should have at least pushed that Kansas game to overtime, and maybe they would have gotten it. But, um, again, just another game that seemed like uh, a lot of ticky-tack calls keeping the flow of the game from ever actually getting somewhere that was – I mean, it was it was still cool to watch as a Baylor fan because they were making their threes. But if they weren't shooting quite as well, I bet they would have liked it a little bit more uh, flowy than just, you know, stopping all the time, kind of like that Iowa State game. Uh, but, yeah, you know, there's already hockey on TV. I was celebrating a goal here right before uh, we went live. Uh, Who's playing right Matthews. now? The, uh, right now on TV, it's the Maple Leafs and the Blues. How about – I know this is Big 12, but real quick. Bruins are on right now, though, too. That's right. They are playing. 
the 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 Rangers. The guy made his NHL debut, and the puck didn't even drop, and he got in a fight. That was yeah, the, awesome. Uh, the, the Bruins just had a kid playing his first NHL game. He scored. Like he had to do the oh, really? uh, the rookie. Yeah, he had to do the rookie lap where he goes out there and the team doesn't follow him, Hell and you do yeah. the whole circle on your own and all that. But yeah, that's pretty cool scoring your first game. I know we're Big Twelve, but now. I think we all agree the the sport of hockey has the spirit of the Big Twelve. Just grind oh, yeah. it out, play fucking hard. So no doubt, always good. No hey, and to recap, Saturday uh, we had seven games. We had a full slate. Shout out to Kennedy with the, by the way, the Island pick on TCU at, at, at K state <laughs> from Jameer Nelson, Jr. Uh, Iowa state was able to hold off a Texas tech uh, three pointer at the buzzer. I would have lost my mind if Texas tech had covered that. Cause Iowa state was up 20 with five to go. Houston completely undressed those cowards from Austin horns down uh, to set up. What's tonight? A freaking first place matchup in the big 12 between Iowa state and Houston. Oklahoma State fucking beat the shit out of BYU. Never was a game. Nope. Um, led by almost, I think, as many as 18. Kansas, well, they, they fell down double digits, and they just did what they did. They come back. Oh, I got a story about that real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, Ryan, but I Go was ahead. in uh, D.C. in Law's birthday this week, and I went on. I was using the Fanatics Sportsbook. I, I, you know, I like it. And they had a bet there, and Kansas was down, and I did the profit boost. As soon as I went to place my bet, we crossed the DC line and oh. I missed out on $12 and 50 cents. So <laughs> God damn it. was not happy about that one. It's a lot of roller hot dogs at seven. I, hey, it's a that. ticket to a Nats game, Troy. I, 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 I did my toes games. back into that live money line on, on Saturday. And yeah, it was, it was a nice payout for me. Well, it's hard. It's hard to not use the system. I mean, there's still Kansas. Like at the end of the day, yeah. you're looking at it and you're like, every time my thumb has hit this button before, it pretty much works out all the time. Well, I'm just keep doing and it. everybody was like, man, Oklahoma's kicking their ass. And I look up at the score and it's a five point game and a half ago. Oklahoma's fucked. There's no, no way they're going to hold on to this. And they were shorthanded in the other two games. The Natty was able to get a big win, stay on the bubble, get it done at UCF. They controlled that game, almost gave it away. And then, uh, unfortunately, the Baylor Bears went into Morgantown. And they're they're a fucking wagon right now. I mean, they're, yeah. they're born at a high clip. Troy, I'll give it to you. I know we didn't do our recap Saturday night. Um, but just some initial thoughts from that Saturday slate as we head into game number 13, um, the that, final uh... The final third of the Big Twelve gauntlet. Mm-hmm. That Bridges guy is pretty good, huh? Uh, he's all. I mean, he's all right. They they have really good. They have other really good players. Well, for sure. But yeah. and, and he's definitely a character. Like you can tell that he's maybe got some kind of a personality that could, you know, not on a great team might make it seem like he's a little bit selfish or something like that. But everybody's just playing playing good right now, and it. It really just comes down to the whole if you're actually going to rotate the way that Baylor always has on defense when they're good, all the offense is going to come so much easier. Just you don't even have to think about it. You just execute whatever plays you're supposed to run. You know, for Baylor, it's 50% of the time they like to just run that guard weave and maybe get get a lazy switch or something like that and take advantage of it in an isolation look or or like a drive and kick look. But when they're shooting well, again, I I know I get shit for it. Well, from the chat, I get a lot of shit for it, but I put them right up there with Houston. And and I think that, you know, the value on them earlier in the year to win the title is it's still there. So mm. 
you would probably have to look for like an Iowa State slip up, like need them to beat Houston and then slip up later, but there's still a chance. So, Rush, thoughts? Yeah, uh, Troy, aren't you aren't you happy that uh, I ended up not picking Baylor to to start this season? The glue factor. You went to the football team, not the basketball team. So, but no, hey, I actually think that's a really good point. Uh, Baylor, just the way they're shooting, the way they're playing against a Houston defense that. That will be a fun game, especially when there's something on the line. Big 12 tournament. You know, occasionally these these conference teams meet up in March Madness. But we're getting to the, the last part of the season. We're starting to see which teams are rising. Honestly, shout out. I don't I don't like it. I know you have my intro is I have family in Ames, Iowa, which I do. Man, but I hate when Iowa State's doing well. Because then I get the, <laughs> my uncle is chirping at me. And it's like, do you know what? I, I get he was a professor there. It's It's, you know, there's worse teams that could be doing well. But. Oh man, they're, they're I've been completely wrong about them all season. They are they are phenomenal. They yeah. are a great basketball team. I, yeah. I, I'm curious how tonight's going to go. I I know we'll get to the game here in a second, and I think I'm leaning more towards a Houston smash spot. But man, you never know with this Iowa State team. Everyone kind of just keeps writing them off. They run uh, kind of go under the radar and just do Iowa State things. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh shit, they might win the conference. So. Good for them. I don't like it, but good for them. They are kind of like Houston when they play at home. Yeah. Let's uh mm-hmm. let, let's let's do a quick tier tier check. Um I like it. So tiers. I think I think tier one's got four teams. Mm-hmm. Houston, Iowa State, Baylor, and Kansas. I think those are the top four teams that are head and shoulder. I can't, you could argue Kansas maybe shouldn't be in it. But they're just always going to be in it, just because they always find ways to win. Do you guys have any pushback or want to add any teams in that tier one? I think those are by far the four best teams that are suited for March. And I think in any other conference, it wouldn't even be a debate about Kansas being in the top tier. Yeah. The only issue is oh, yeah. every team grinds you here, so yeah. you know you don't get some. They're not bottom of the either. bottom of the barrel ACC teams aren't beating the top tier teams on a regular basis, whereas in the Big Twelve, that's just a that's an occurrence that happens almost every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, tier two, what would you think? Uh, I think we got Texas Tech, TCU, BYU. Do we throw Oklahoma and Texas in there? Do we consider these five teams NCAA tournament teams that are th- – those five teams are going to get in the tournament. And yeah, think, you probably have to make tier two the rest of the tournament. Yeah, like, I think that's the tier that – if they got the right matchup, maybe they could get to the Sweet 16. Maybe shit. Maybe even the Elite Eight if it, if it's a really soft region. But they're not winning anything big in March. They're probably around a 32 or around a 64 team. Those five teams: Texas Tech, TCU, BYU, Oklahoma, and Texas. I wish Cincinnati was, was doing better, man. I was like they're say, you really want to argue to put them there. Cincinnati was going to be in a whole tier by themselves. To be honest, they really are. Oh, they're the bubble they're tier. tier. Yeah. yeah, they're the bubble yeah. tier. Because um, I, I think realistically, because uh, as we know, it's not the best 68 teams, right? There's there's automatic, and then, you know, the NCAA does what they do, and they don't want to overload one conference or another. But I think realistically, Cincinnati should be that 11-seed play-in game. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they they, they got to turn it on a little bit to get there. They need a big they, win. They, that's what they – exactly. They need a big win. But I, if you look at the grand scheme of things, and if you were to do it right, they're, they're that 11 seed playing game, which is kind of that magical spot. They're going to have chances. They go to TCU. They go to Houston. Pro, pro, 
they got to get one of those. They got if they like for example, if they somehow wanted Houston, they're in the dance. Oh, but yeah. they because they don't have any bad losses. Um, their worst loss, I think, is Xavier, and Xavier is not horrible. Um, they they also have chances. Who comes uh, to them? They have Kansas State and West Virginia at home. Those aren't going to move the needle. Oklahoma. So they have the three. Three of the four worst teams at home coming down the stretch, and got to win those. They, so they got to win those, and then they got to win. They got to win one of those those road, those road games. Maybe show up a little bit in the Big Twelve. Get two yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So hopefully Cincinnati can get it done. I, I, I'm pulling for them. I uh, agree, but they're it's here by themselves. That's just yeah. the bubble. That was my next tier, and then I was gonna uh, have the NIT tier where I think we got K State and UCF. I think those are the NIT teams and then mm-hmm. the, the dump uh, West Virginia and Oklahoma state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, th- yeah. I think that the, uh, the resume is the only thing. I mean, obviously that's the important part when we're talking about the tournament, but if you're just looking at, you know, talent of teams uh, within the conference, if you can get a matchup and a win or something like that, I do think you could argue since he is at the bottom of that, that second tier, but you yeah. know, being in a third tier on your own is basically the same thing. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Can't can't wait. So uh, we'll dive into Big Monday that tips off here in a couple hours on the other side. But first, we got to talk about game time. Game time is a perfect place to buy tickets to your favorite events and shouldn't be stressful. Comedy, sports, theaters, all near you. Flash deal, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Game time has everything, and they got you. You can see where the hell you're sitting over at Game Time. Stop planning in advance. That shit's overrated. Deals, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Get exclusive flash deals as well. They got all the sports, football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, baseball. I think I said baseball twice. So get on over there. It's baseball season. Um, well, it is a long season, so you might as well. It is a long twice. season. And snag those tickets without stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use that code SGPN for $20 off for your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account. Redeem code SGPM for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NBA, NHL, college hoops. Simply pick higher, or lower on the spicy payouts. Troy, you've been killing it over there with these games. What do we got cooked up here for Big Monday over on Underdog Pick'em? We, uh, we're going kind of chalky tonight. We're going higher on both LJ Cryer and Dylan DeSue's points. They have LJ Cryer at 13 and a half. I think that one is a pretty easy lean into the higher. And they have Dylan DeSue at 17 and a half. And uh, as we discuss this K-State-Texas game, you'll probably hear more as to why I think that 17 and a half is also going to go higher. So those two together tonight, um, hopefully get a nice three to one. I like it. I, I, I'll ride that one with you. And get over there and use that code TCESGPN with the sign-up code. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy promo code TCESGPN. All righty. We are back on the Big 12 College Experience, and we're going to lead it off. We'll go to the ESPN, and then we'll go to the ESPN2 game after. Both games going on in the great state of Texas. Iowa State is headed to H-Town, Houston. Uh, this game is for first place in the Big 12. Both teams sitting at 9-3 and three overall. Um, Houston's won three in a row. They've won eight out of nine. 
Iowa State, on the other hand, has won four in a row, seven out of eight. These two teams played on Tuesday, January the 9th, their first Big 12 road game it was for Houston. And Iowa State was able to get it done, 57-53. In that game, uh, Iowa State went up, I think, like 16-0. to So kind of Houston spotted them, all those points. That game was in Hilton. I love Iowa State. I love the story. I think their Final Four good. I really do. But I think this is a bad, bad spot for them tonight. I think they're going to carry that momentum from Saturday. You look at what Houston has done to teams in this league at home. Um, Oklahoma State, they beat by 16. Texas, they beat by 21. K-State by 22. Uh, UCF, 15. Texas Tech, 23. West Virginia, 40. Um This is a double-digit win. This is a double-digit win. Statement game for Houston. Everybody talks about UConn and Purdue being the two best teams in the country. Houston's not far from those two teams. Uh, I I, I think people are sleeping on Houston. The more and more I watch them defensively and offensively with that backcourt with Cheat and Cryer, um, they're they're a different element this year offensively. So give me Houston, lay the number here. That fucking big number's a trap to take Iowa State, in my opinion. Troy? 100% a trap. Um, Definitely laying the number with Houston. I don't know if Iowa State is Final Four good. I do think that they're Sweet 16, Elite Eight good. Mm -hmm. But I know for a fact that Houston is National Championship game good. I don't know if they'll win it. I don't know if they can beat UConn. But they really remind me of those old VCU teams if they had you know significantly better talent. Just relentless energy you've got guys coming off the bench that are still you know your only job is to grab five rebounds and guard this dude okay i got it coach and kelvin sampson's fucking hilarious one of the best coaches in the game i'm laying the points with houston i think uh i think they're starting to find their offensive game and realizing they can just bully the living shit out of everyone especially in the big 12 man they just the athleticism and, and and how they have, you know, two and three guys going up for rebounds every single time. It's just got to get so annoying to play against them. Yeah, the Big 12 is doing a lot of favors for Houston. They're, they're going to be tournament ready, and they're going to be ready to grind out teams w- when that comes around. I'm with you guys. I'm joining the lay party. Uh, lay that nine points with Houston. I could see this yeah. game being like – Let's get laid. <laughs> let's get laid. I could see this game being like Houston's up four to six after the first half, and then they just lay it on from there. Obviously, we know if they're up by 20, then you got to be nervous about the spread at half because then they'll just start chilling. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you guys, Houston, here. It, everything you said. So, But I do think Iowa State, they get the loss here. I don't want to say a schedule loss. Obviously, they want to they want to try and prove their point and beat, and then they just win out their last five games, and then they're they're hot entering the Big Twelve tournament. I'm glad you made that point, Rush, because in a way, it is a scheduled loss. They've won four in a row. Their final games are West Virginia at home, Oklahoma at home, UCF on the road, BYU at home. They'll win out, and K State on the road. They at worst should go four and one in those. So, and, and Houston's going to drop a game or two. I think they're going to drop two more based off of the schedule that they got coming sure. down the stretch with the road spots they got to go to. Um, I, I would say could drop this game and still win the Big 12 title. So, I'm with you. Houston absolutely needs this game, or pretty much you can hand Iowa State the trophy with the season sweep. Um, what's Kennedy on? He's on Iowa State. Oh, Kennedy's walking in. Cyclone Island. He's walking into that fucking trap. Oh, man. Houston, 70, 
Iowa State 55. Uh, I like it. I yeah, I'm not really worried about the backdoor cover. I think Houston knows that this is a, a prove-it spot for the for the they, Big 12 title. Yeah, they only give up the backdoors against UCF and Oklahoma State because they're just asleep at the wheel. But these other teams like Texas and and uh, who else did they just uh, – Texas Tech and K-State, they got up for those. Um, they're going to get up for Iowa State. Uh, all right, let's go to the other game where, in my opinion, this is another trap. K-State's going to Texas. Texas is laying eight and a half. This seems like a big number, but Saturday was a dream crusher, in my opinion, for Kansas State. I think there's distractions there. I think Texas is off the loss. Texas needs to right the ship here. I kind of think this is going to be an ass beat, uh, ass beating here. Um, Texas is the length, the see, uh, speed, the athleticism, especially in the front court with Dylan DeSue. Um K-State struggles to score, and I think they're going to struggle to score tonight against the Texas defense. I will lay the big number here with Texas as well. Um, it's, it's chalky here tonight, but it's really not because the public is on Iowa State and K-State. I think both these games are fucking traps, man. I think we're going to have two Big 12 blowouts on Monday night. I think uh, the way that Dylan DeSue has been shooting along with the rest of his game just being so good from how tall and long he is, athletic, I don't know if anybody on Kansas State can stop him. That's kind of why I, I leaned a little bit on this, saying the 17-and-a-half didn't really scare me away on the underdog pick. I think you see a huge game from Dylan DeSue with nobody being able to answer for Kansas State in that in that you know forward post position. I, I think Texas smashes this. I'm laying the eight-and-a-half easy. In a week where Kansas is not playing, so no rock chalk, but hey, we're laying chalk here. Uh, Texas is coming back. Kansas State's they're done. Beating Kansas was their Super Bowl. It's yeah. they're they're just done. It, it's they're, they're starting good. to no, they're not good. And as we talked about, there may be issues with their head coach, and be curious to see what happens next year with him. Um, but yeah, lay lay that eight and a half with Texas as well. I'm with you guys. Uh, even Kennedy's like, you know what? I gotta go Texas here too. <laughs> I hate it, man. I I hate fucking fading Iowa State and K State, but I just these spots tonight and the big Monday home teams have been really good, and it makes sense why the big Monday home teams are good because quick turnaround, quick turnaround. It, it, the the travel spot and mm-hmm. and just coming off emotional games um, on Saturday, everything's like a fucking physical drag it out rugby match. Um, and compared to Houston, Houston gets to stay home. They don't even have to travel. At least Texas is coming from Houston, although that's very limited travel. But just the fresher legs, fresher bodies here. All three of us uh, lockstep on the Texas two-step here tonight. Lay the points is Houston and Texas. All righty, before we go over to Tuesday, we got to talk about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL or NBA season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines, research, all NBA and soccer with historical data. Enter any, enter any parlay into the Optimizer Revolutionary Parlay tool. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SUBN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. All righty. We head over to Tuesday... Joe Hill says we're crazy for thinking there's two blowouts. We'll see, Joe. Shout out to Chad, Kenneth, Chad, Damani, 
Uh, who else is in the chat? Daquan, homie, homie's in the chat. Ethan. Uh, so yeah, shout out to the chat. Um, let's keep this thing rolling. Tuesday, Super Tuesday. Who we got? Oh, why is this game on first? Uh, skip. <laughs> UCS go to Morgantown. UCS lane three. I'll be there. Uh, fuck no. Give me West Virginia. I'm not lane three with UCF on the road. Um, they played a couple weeks ago. UCF won by 12. UCF's been a bad road team, though. Um, this is a Cincinnati game from a couple weeks ago, in my opinion. I'll take the Mountaineers. Where's Chad G? And they close. Yeah, Chad, take UCF. Stop fucking. Chad keeps motion the fucking Mountaineers. Chad, can you do like an AI like shiny golden knights yeah. on the Morgantown yeah, against? Chad has literally missed the last ten West Virginia games, whichever side he's been on. Um, I- I'll take our Mountaineers rush. They're back to back home game, um, home spot. UCF on the other hand. Just lost a tough game to Cincinnati. They've lost four in a row, too. Both teams have lost four in a row. Um, West Virginia wins by one. That's my <laughs> pick. <laughs> Troy, what's your pick? <laughs> I think even if UCF does win this game on the road, it's not going to be by four points. Um, <laughs> that could be true. I think even if they do win, you know, it's one or two either way. Uh I'm going to take the points with West Virginia just because the system is, you know, fade the living shit out of them on the road. And then when, when they get, you know, a certain amount of points, usually it's not the team on the road being favored by three at the Coliseum. But I mean, I'll take the points. I'm not really, don't really have a huge conviction on this one though. I kind of want to lay it with UCF, but I know they suck on the road and I know the system is dub V at home. So we'll just stick to that. Well, they're not losing out, so we'll we'll keep this simple. West Virginia plus three. Might Hopefully be their last. Win. This is the last win. <laughs> might be. Uh, oh, good. Kennedy's with us. Nothing can go wrong there. WWU. Damn, I should totally lay it. <laughs> nah, you, you can't lay points with UCF on the road. That's If you're going to go down, at least you say, you know, West Virginia really just does suck. But if you, but if you lose with UCF laying points on the road – if 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 UCF if this was a UCF smash spot the line would be like five or six for it to fucking be this short, um, telling you this is gonna be this 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 will be a one possession game it'll be two very below average teams battling it out. Um, go ahead, Joe, take UCF. Good luck to you. Um, <laughs> when you go zero and three, don't fucking come crying back here now. Uh, all right, let's go. TCU, Texas Tech. I'd rather watch this game than watch UCF West Virginia. Um, Texas Tech's laying five. They just played a couple weeks ago, and that was a hell of a game. TCU blew this it up. This line's kind of gross. Yeah. Um, TCU off the fucking Hail Mary three. Got it done. Texas Tech, on the other hand. Um, Texas Tech, on the other hand, is coming off the lost uh, against Iowa State. Um, who do you think is more desperate here? Uh, well, I mean, TCU's one back to back. They, I feel like they that kind of put them over the top, um, to get in the dance for seven and five. Texas Tech's also seven and five. 
I'll take the revenge angle here. I'll take uh, I'll take Texas Tech at home. I, I, I I'm just gonna lean to the home team here. Um, I think Texas Tech blows it open late. So give me the Red Raiders. How about you, Troy? Yeah, I think the reason why I was asking that is I think Texas Tech is 100% more desperate, and I think they need this win to give themselves, you know, a better seating position here coming towards March. Uh, and TCU doesn't have the rubber court. Yeah. And the 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 K State TCU games you can always handicap TCU winning on the road because it's still you know a purple court. They still kind of feel like they're on the rubber. This one will be a little different. I, I think the you know weird shit happens in Lubbock. I do think you could be right on, like a four or five point game the whole time, and then eight or nine points at the end of the game to make it like fourteen or thirteen in Tech's favor. But I do think Tech covers this. I'm gonna lay the points. Joining you guys, laying the points as well. Texas Tech is desperate. Obviously, coming off losing their last two, they do pretty well at home. Uh, they they need this one. We're pretty sure. They should make the tournament, no problem. But you need to, to for that to happen. You need to get these games. Uh, the five doesn't scare me. It does feel a little weird. I, I, I guess five's kind of right on. I guess it doesn't stay. It's just it's right there. TCU coming off that Kansas State win. You know they they did what they needed to do. So I'll go Texas Tech minus five. Joy join the lay party again. And speaking of laid, uh, oh wow, Kennedy's going Fort Worth again. There you go. He well, knows the area quite well, just like Saturday. TCU Island last last week. I like it. I like it. I like it. All <laughs> right. So I'm looking forward to this one, Rush. We got Baylor going to BYU. Oh, what is it? The altercation? Yep. Um, this was a hell of a game, the first game in Waco. Um they, they, If you remember, they played the second game, and, and Baylor really blew it open late. Um this, in my opinion, feels like a schedule loss for Baylor. This is a back-to-back road spot. They're going from Morgantown all the way to Provo. It's a brutal travel spot, in my opinion. We just saw BYU do this and kind of lay an egg after coming from Morgantown over to Norman. Um, Baylor has Houston on deck, too, which is going to be for, for, for arguably first place on, on Saturday in Waco. I think Baylor is due for a not not an egg. I just think BYU is also really good at home. Um, I think BYU bounces back from Saturday's disappointing, their worst game of the year in Stillwater. I think they make their shots. They've already proven that they can go toe to toe with Baylor in Waco. Now they get them in Provo in the rematch. I'm going to lay the three with BYU here um, and take the home team. I think the line tells you everything. You got to. A ranked team playing really, really well going on the road, and they're still yep. favoring the road team that just got thumped by one of the worst teams in the conference. Yep. Um, but I'll take the three points. My fandom won't let me lay the lay the Mormon bullshit. Um, <laughs> I would not be surprised uh, if BYU won this game and it was, again, like a one- or two-point win. But I don't know. If, if Baylor can go on the road here in a back-to-back road spot and beat BYU, it kind of proves that they're – really at the top of that top tier. I think they – hopefully they're not looking ahead to Houston because a loss to BYU makes it a way less meaningful game in the standings. Um, but, yeah, I'll take the three points. I think uh, Baylor's playing really, really well right now, and I don't think it's the right spot to fade them um, just based on team performance. 
I think this is another perfectly placed line. I could actually see this game being our, our third push of the season. Uh, BYU obviously coming off that disastrous Oklahoma State game, a game which I called. Being a BYU fan growing up, you, you kind of get used to this and, and know where it's headed. Uh, but this is kind of where they they come back and, and, and do what they do. I'll, I'll join you, Ryan. I'll lay the three for, for BYU. We got the Mormons versus, versus Baptists. So, uh, well, obviously, this was the game back in Baylor where Mark Pope got a little frustrated. And, uh, oh, yeah. But, but this was also that game, too, where kind of BYU kind of found their identity more. We talked about it on the Ryan and Russ show with, with my dad, Mason. And this is kind of the one where they learned what they were good at and not doing quite well. So they hey. were. They were the better team, to be honest, in Waco. Just Baylor grinded it but out. But they were, too. Yeah. Well, and the refs were. They, that is an issue, too. I, I don't mean to blame the refs, but, like, sometimes these games, let's, like, have more pace. We don't need a whistle every every 30 seconds. So, yeah. we'll see. Oh, Kennedy's on uh, the Super Soakers. He's going to do some soaking. BYU minus three. All right. So, Troy's on the island there. All right, so final game on the slate. There's six games, like I said. Those are the Tuesday games. Let's go over to Wednesday. We got a projected line of Cincinnati minus 10. Cincinnati mm. against Oklahoma, Oklahoma State blew their load. I would lay this. I, I think so too. Well, I would Cincinnati lay Especially if you see if you see the that. line. Yeah, I know, but if you see the line come out at like eight and a half, you gotta lay it. 10 is kind of the perfect number. Anything less than 10, lay it. Anything I'm more. The Cowboys, I think the Cowboys actually, they're, I think that they're actually playing for Mike right now. Um, you kind of just Interesting. look at, they've, Oklahoma State has actually yeah. been respectable over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I was going to say, Elliot, this is a, uh, this is just a Ken Palm projection line, but it's yeah, usually, a, they're usually uh, pretty close. Yeah. Ken Palm has it actually at 11. Uh, Bartorvik has it at nine, so I just split the difference. And I'm I'm coming. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna land on Oklahoma State here to lose by six or seven. Cincinnati doesn't blow teams out, and and on the other side, uh, Oklahoma State last couple games beat K State, only lost to Houston by fifteen on the road. That's actually definitely kind of, looking way better. Uh, yeah, almost fifteen to Houston is like four or five to another uh, anybody else but UConn. I know. Uh, and th- they should have won in Norman. They were right there to fucking steal fucking Bethlehem, and then they beat BYU. Uh, my Mike's Mike's got his team playing better. I'll take the points. I think um, Elliot's right on it. When the lines come out, if you see you know ten and a half, I'm taking Oklahoma State. If you see nine and a half or lower, I'm taking Cincy. Um, and especially if you see like a seven and a half or an eight and a half, I'm definitely taking Cincy. Uh, it might be worth it to alt this one all the way down to like four and a half, though, in Cincinnati's favor. If you would rather sweat out the team that should win trying to cover versus the team that's playing hot, but we know they're not really, you know, even middle of the pack in the Big 12, I don't think. Even if they play their best, they're, they're, a, 500 Big 12 team. I think Cincinnati just needs a couple of these. They do need specifically like they need they need a game where they do cover at home, even if it's like an eight and a half or a nine and a half number. They like you said, they haven't done that. They they could really use a resume builder. Not that Oklahoma State's a, a high ranked team, but you know, defend your home court and make it look kind of simple instead of you know grinding out a four point win. But 
we know that's what Cincinnati does. Uh, I don't know why I'm convinced to lay the points. Maybe the skyline chili. Yeah, we talked about it earlier on the show, and Troy, you just alluded to it, is Cincinnati has these home games that aren't against great teams in the Big 12, and obviously they need to win them, but they need to win them pretty convincingly and then get one of those road games as well to to find themselves in the tournament. I agree with you guys. I'm in that kind of in-between state. If it's 10 or less, uh, take Cincinnati. If it's 10 and a half or more, I'll take Oklahoma State. So we'll see when that line comes out. And uh, that's my pick from there. Uh, Kennedy flipped tails. So we'll just, Kennedy's on Cincinnati. We'll just, we'll just let him do his thing. He feels a little confident in it. Uh, but yeah, this is hopefully Cincinnati can win one of these convincingly. Cause like we talked about, they're a good team. They probably deserve to be that play in 11 seed, but the NCAA does NCAA things. So you can't give them that uh, choice to do so. All righty. Let's go lock dog and tease. Fucking, we've been on fire on these lately. Shout out to the Kansas Jayhawks and shout out to the Oklahoma State Cowboys for sweeping my lock and dog on Saturday. I got Uh, my tongue stuck on a pole. (laughs) Lock. Let's get the first one out of the way. Houston. Lock it up to Houston Cougars. Minus nine and a half. Don't fall for the Iowa State trap. Stealing my strategy. National narrative right now. Iowa State's good on the road. Iowa State's good on the road. Iowa State is going to come back a little bit tonight. They've covered five in a row. They're gonna. It's gonna be the same thing as at BYU. Houston blows it open late, wins by fifteen. Cougars make a statement and take control of the Big Twelve headed into the final games. Give me Kelvin Sampson and the Houston Cougars in that fucking raucous environment. Let's go. Yeah, um, biggest line is my lock. Uh, it's come through multiple weeks in a row now. Uh, the Cincinnati game's not really released yet, so we'll just go with the Houston at nine. Um, and I do think you can alt line this one up. I don't know about 17 and a half, but maybe put a like, one in front maybe of like 14 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I, a 19 I don't all the way to 19. Like 2025. 20, I'm with you like 15. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe like a 14 and a half all line. Yeah. 12 to 15. I agree. Uh, I'll keep it in the same state, but I'm going to go with Texas as my lock. I feel, you know, both. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, a little chalky night. I think we think both, we all think the big 12 teams are going to do their thing tonight. So. Yeah, Texas. Dog. Well, Chad G's not betting them tomorrow, so the West Virginia Mountaineers are locked to win tomorrow night. Give me the Mountaineers as my dog. They actually were the only – I guess I gave out Oklahoma State, but I don't think they're going to win in Cincinnati. Um, Mountaineers home dog against the very, very shiny Golden Knights for me. Baylor. Okay. Let's go, Ryan. Dub V. One last, <laughs> one last lap, man. This is it. Dub UCF. V. Let's, let's do give it. Me, give me UCF at home. You're probably not going to win another game. So this is uh, probably not final stand, I guess. Who else? Who else do they have coming at home? Do they have? No, they already beat Cincinnati at home. Don't they have? Um, they are three and three at home. They should TCU. be fucking four and two. They gave away a couple games. Uh, Texas Tech and TCU. Yeah. Oh, they'll beat TCU. They'll beat TCU. TCU's never won in Morgantown. So yeah, we are. No, that's they'll beat UCF and they'll beat TCU. Those will be the final two wins. They'll finish with ten wins. Bad year. We're to forget, but they they'll win tomorrow night. Beat TCU. Maybe they'll beat Texas Tech. Who knows? And then they'll get fucking slaughtered on the road all three games. Um, all right, that does it for another edition of. The Big 12 College Experience. Troy, what you got going on tonight? We got games tipping off. President's Day is here. Um, 
what you got going? Uh, just watching hockey and basketball, I guess. Um, shout out to our boy, Japanese Hideki Matsuyama with the sweet comeback on Sunday. That was a pretty impressive golf. It's might be time looking at him for like a master's future here as Ooh. a, as a previous winner that knows how to play, you know, real fast, real undulating greens might be looking into him for some value right now. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Remember when we did an early Ryan and Russ show and we were covering golf and I thought he was a lefty because of the, the, the old Yankees guy and Troy's yeah. just like wrong Asian rush. Wrong Asian. <laughs> I right. just, that just hit my mind when he's like, when you just yelled on the show, wrong Asian, wrong yeah. Asian. Yeah. I do. Uh, that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. Anyway, uh, Follow me at Rambling Rush, Twitter, Instagram. Love you guys. Should be a good week. I started playing some pickup basketball. Uh, I know how to defend and get the rebound. Dribbling and shooting, just just pass the ball. Yeah, just so. a typical football player playing basketball. No, I wrestler. I wrestle. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, same thing. So <laughs> same thing. There's just same. a wrestler out there playing pickup at Morgantown High School. So there you go. It's good time. Hey, we forgot to do the parlay. Um are we Probably all good the with, best? Are, are just, take, with, just take Texas and Houston with the lines parlaying both tonight. That's that's what I was going to suggest. Texas two step parlay for us tonight. You want to make it a Texas three step? Didn't we all agree on Texas Tech? Go yeah, we take tech, Texas Tech tomorrow. I think night. you do two and three. Two and three. I like it. Make it a little separate. Yep. More bets. Diversify your bonds. Yep. All right. Texas two step. Texas three step for the parlay. We're on uh, McDavid and Jonathan Marchessault score tonight too parlay those together shout out, to, shout out to dave Marino. yeah julio disappeared maybe but joe are you are you the new julio he's trying to register as a american citizen so instead of julio he goes by just joe now yeah, he's, he's he's on a lot of opposite sides Huli, Huli best joe. Of luck, my friend best of luck <laughs> uh all right i'm at moneyline underscore mac he's at rambling rush He's at Troy Tuning. See you guys here in a couple hours on the college basketball experience. And we are out of here.